Hey, good morning and welcome to Moms in Real Estate. Today's guest is a repeat guest and I'm so thrilled to have her on again. It's Mindy Jones Navarez and she is an incredible woman. She runs a strong team, I think of about 12 women. She's totally involved in the community. She's a kick-ass real estate agent. So um, let's get this thing started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and 9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders, helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hello, ladies. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. So welcome to my beautiful co-host, Kristen Cantrell. And thank you, Mindy, for being on the show. We're so excited to have you. So please get us started and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This is my second time on Moms in Real Estate, as you said. So I feel so special to be invited back here again. Cool. And thank you. It's awesome to connect with you ladies again, too. I know everyone's always moving 100 miles per hour in every direction. So it's cool to sit down for 15 minutes and at least catch up. And hopefully I'm going to learn just as much from you as I'm able to share with other people. Um, I have been in real estate for about eight years. I bought the current team that I run, the Amy Jones Group, from my stepmom, Amy Jones, who started in real estate a little bit over a dozen years ago here in the Southeast Valley. Um, I love what I do, not only to be able to serve clients, but really to provide a platform that women just like me can plug into, can serve at a higher level, can be badass moms in real estate. And I'm just super excited to talk a little bit about that today. We are on pace to do about $65 million in production this year, service almost 175 families and are so proud of all the organizations we've been able to give back to this year. So we're definitely busy. We've always got our hands full, um, but we're super excited to share what we do and learn from you guys too. That is just so impressive. I love it. And I love everything about it because you just like radiate when you're talking about your girls. And <laughs> like when I love how you describe your team as like fierce women, because that word is just so bold. And like mm -hmm. when I think about, you and your team, like I have this image. It's almost like a movie, like all these like badass girls. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So we have this group chat, which I feel like is one of the core components of really loving and living in the Amy Jones group. And it is full of everything from contract questions to, hey, I'm in Sun City. What are these weird caps in the ground? Which you ladies will know that's where the garbage goes. Um, to here's a meme about what my day is like today. Here's me shoving an In-N-Out burger into my mouth because I just can't take one more Binzer problem. You know, it's like the greatest communication device. I am constantly posting on there how in awe I am of these women. They deal with sick kids. They deal with COVID kids. They deal with family life problems. They show up every day for their clients like nothing else is going on. And I'm just feel like my job is to sit there and be like, you go girl, you got this, you got this. I'm here, you got this. Like they they know how to do it. I am just there to sort of keep the, the pilot light lit underneath them. And then from there, they just let it shine. So I just feel so lucky. And you're right, I am energized you by are. them. 
Yeah, I haven't always been in that environment. I think all of us have been in all kinds of work environments or team environments or group environments or whatever, but there is such a difference when you're within a group of people who energize you, they don't drain you. Yes. And it is, it, right? It's massive. Like, Amen. Accomplish? Seriously. If one, it's more enjoyable, right? Obviously, it's more enjoyable. But what you can accomplish when you're within a community and a group of people who literally lift you up versus pull you down, it doesn't matter how many other things I can have going on in my day. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if I could use this platform to say one thing, it's that things are hard, right? Yeah. And this is all one sentence. Things are hard and I can do hard things, yeah. right? And so I think it's so important. I'm not saying I show up every day and I'm like, oh, rainbows and unicorns. And it's so lovely and wonderful. Like, no, there's hard days. But when I come in, I come in for them. I show up for them. They made it so that when I had my baby and there were days where I was like, oh, I just I can't, I can't do it. I showed up. I showed up for them. So I get more out of them than I could ever, ever give to them. Oh my gosh, you said that so well. Kristen, my husband, we are so passionate and even more so as time goes on about the people that we surround ourselves with and who are we letting impact the way that we think and who are we allowing to influence us in work and personal life. And, And I've always thought it was important but it's like exacerbated in today's environment, which is so polarizing. It's like, I want to be on the side of encouragement and joy Mm -hmm. and doing things even though they're hard and that kind of an outlook. And when you put yourself like you have in a place Mm -hmm. of leadership and you put people around you who you are thrilled and and blessed to lead, the accountability is off the charts. Totally, both ways. And you love it. Yeah, look at it, we talk about this all the time, like, leaders rising up other leaders and look what you've done with your team members is you're not rising up a bunch of weenie babies like we talk about too like these women (laughs) they're these awesome like self-sufficient people and they're like you know it's not like oh my job's done but look what you've Mm -hmm. done with them and then you guys all like feed off each other i mean that's so important i actually was i just did a post on instagram this morning like I couldn't do, we did a vision board uh, thing this week and I was like, I couldn't do all these things that I plan to do if I didn't have the right people around me. And that goes for work, that goes for my home life, that goes for everything that I bring Mm -hmm. in to be able to achieve that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. I texted um, me and Amy, uh, or me and I said Amy because Amy Jones, I swear that's what it happens all the time. Was it last week we talked? Yeah, we talked last week and I had like, I told you, like, I meet with so many different team leaders that are so drained by their team members that it's like, it's so refreshing when you get to have somebody that is like, okay, like, I'm uplifted by these people. That's Mm -hmm. what what everyone strives for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And to be clear, they were not broken or not amazing before they met (laughs) me, right? I mean, they came in to my life with a spark and a drive and a passion and a track record of being a mom or being a wife or being a community member. Like it doesn't have to look one way. The strain that they all have in common is they are a woman. And I think as women, they have the ability to juggle many different things. And I've said it before, I feel like there's this natural thing that happens in women or at least the women that I surround myself with 
where they always have lots of things going on at one time. You've got your work, you've got your home life, you've got some need inside of you to serve your community. You've got your health and your wellness that you want to focus on. You usually have some form of a side hustle. Like there's always, you know, you're not like burrito brain. You don't wake up and you're like, what's going to go on today? I want a burrito. Like that's not the depth of a woman's brain, right? And so to pull people into your world that all have those own paths going on, find a common strain in all of them. And I think that's what's so cool about my team is that they're not all the same, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they're not all this, the, they don't have the same hobbies, they don't listen to the same music. Some don't have kids, some have older kids, some have younger kids, some take care of grandparents. I mean, there's all different kinds of worlds that they all live in, but the commonalities are they're gritty, they don't give up. It's gonna work out, right? They're generally positive. It doesn't mean you don't have bad days, but as people, they're generally positive. They generally believe that sans excuses, they will be able to get to where they wanna get to. They have a belief that you can accomplish more together than on your own. That's a, that's a key one. That's a key one for finding people on my team and in my world too, because I believe that at a very young age, that I was interconnected with the world. There was never a point in my life where I didn't believe that connection was necessary for me to get what I wanted. As little as me telling my little brother in the crib, if you just don't cry too much, you'll get what you want, right? <laughs> like like I, I listen back to that, I think like, first of all, so creepy, right? Six <laughs> Your little brother, this like, just don't cry, you know? But the whole idea was like, work with your surroundings yep. in order to gain what it is that you want to gain. Don't compromise yourself. Don't put yourself in situations you don't believe in, but work with your surroundings to accomplish more. And that really is the essence of being on a team right? Interconnected, interdependent amazingness that occurs when you find the right fit of people. Yes. Oh my gosh. You've said that so well. <laughs> um, I have been really paying attention to why, why are the people that I surround myself with, why are they so amazing? Like, and then I, and one of the elements is when we have conversation, when we are talking about things, it, what are those conversations consisting of growth, excitement, mm -hmm. Encouraging, mm -hmm. yeah. encouraging us to be good family uh, women, encouraging yeah. us to be strong and not weenies. I'm like, I'm listening now very carefully of the yeah. differences. And sure, totally. we complain about certain things, but it's of not course. for the sake of complaining. It's for the sake of I can say to Kristen or she can say to me, stop. Let's look at it this way. Oh, you're right. That's a better way to look at it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, so all of those things together, it's like I tell I tell people all the time, there's no way that I could have accomplished what I accomplished in my life if I didn't have the relationships mm -hmm. around me and, mm -hmm. and first and foremost, the Lord Jesus. And also mm -hmm. the a husband who speaks over me and allows me to be myself, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all of these things together, what does it have in common? We are meant to be in community. And if we're mm -hmm. in the right community, you can accomplish more, period. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, you know, I've always said, and I was just thinking about this this morning, I've always said that I only have a few, you know, like small group of friends who I'm really, really close with. I don't, I always say I go deep and I don't go wide. And I was actually thinking about that this morning. And I love Angela that you said like how things are always evolving and changing, how it becomes more important, you know? So I'm almost 40. And I think about this fact that I've always said I go deep, I don't go wide. 
And then I reflect on some of the most important things that have happened to me, like when I had my baby and this office that I'm in fed my family for the three weeks after the baby was born, people would bring me food. I mean, these there were people that I didn't know that brought me food, right? And so I was reflecting this morning I think if we put a lot of pressure on ourselves by saying we're one of those people that only goes deep and doesn't go wide, because when you go wide, you have the ability to make one little impact on somebody. You don't have to show up for them every day, five days a week, 10 hours a day, because we don't have the ability to do that as moms and as business owners. But like, Kristen, you sent me a text message and it like rocked my morning. And mm-hmm. so it took you, what, two seconds? You and I don't you know, spend a whole lot of time together outside of work, but that connection was so powerful. And so I decided this morning that it doesn't mean I have to let everybody in my world and tell everybody all my personal business, but I'm also not gonna put this pressure on myself that I only go deep and I don't go wide because I'm shortchanging myself and the world by putting that pressure on myself. So I just, I don't know who needs to hear that message, but it came to me. I cannot believe you said that. So like Kristen said, we did a vision board and goal setting workshop on Tuesday. And I cannot believe you just said that. I literally wrote down as one of my goals is that I'm going to make it my mission in life to, to um, tangibly bless 50 to 60 women in a way that they can't forget this year, like, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what you're saying. And I wanna be really intentional about it. I wanna say, I know that I can be blessed by that. I know I have um, things that can bless other women. And and I put that on my goal and you just said the same thing basically. Yeah, I've lived my whole life with the going wide and not Mm -hmm. deep. Like I go deep with everybody. Like Mm -hmm. if you know, you know all about Mm -hmm. my issues, all about whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have a filter that way. And I think, and I go back to Angela loves this story, but my five-year-old was talking about how he wants all these friends. And I told him like, Dean, my job is to make new friends every day. And like, how lucky am I that that is my job? Cause I really enjoy like that relationship with people. There's a lot of people that I meet and I don't continue to have a relationship with. Right. But there's a lot of people. And especially in the last five years, since I've been in real estate, like, I can't believe how many amazing people are in our industry. There's, you know, there's ones that whatever, but there are so, and it is, it's moms in real estate has been over the last three years, one of the biggest blessings in my life because Mm -hmm. I'll go through past episodes and like see these like women that have been put in front of me. And it's like, there is so cool. I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the takeaway from that though, is if you show up in the way that is most meaningful for you, you will naturally draw people to you. And I think that, you know, that's been a lesson for me in in leadership, right? As I got clearer on who I was, as I got clearer on what I needed to feel fulfilled and what did energize me and didn't drain me, as I got clear on that, clearer, right? It's a, it's mm-hmm. a work in progress. Yeah. As I got clearer... I attracted the right kind of people. So you create something like Moms in Real Estate, which is, you know, probably in part of a a relationship building opportunity, right? To meet more people. You also want to build community. Like there's a whole lot of reasons why you start something like that. 
But the beauty is that it's something that's so in line with your personality and your desires to serve the world that it naturally comes back to you in that same way. And I say that about our marketing, like we'll do marketing and someone will reach out and say they want to be on our team. And nine times out of 10, they're the perfect fit. Sometimes they'll reach out and I'll be like, what did I post <laughs> that like made this person think, you know, like that they were like me. And that's all part of getting real clear on, on what you want from the world and who you want to be connected to. Well, and that's why like, to me, Instagram is so powerful because you get to be genu genuinely you and all of a sudden your business starts building with people that you like and trust because they already know who you are. Right. And like, and they're going to look at what I'm saying and they're either going to relate with it or they're not. Right. Um, okay, I do want to, I know we don't have a lot of time and I want to <laughs> No, that's the point. <laughs> I love talking about like the, the shit show aspect of our lives. Sure. And I feel like that, that you definitely like, you know, like not that you're a shit show at all, but we all I embrace are. it. I embrace we are. It. And so I think like people listening always love to show like the rawness. So tell us a little yeah. bit about about your shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to go in any specific direction? Is there anything you want to specifically highlight, Kristen? <laughs> um, okay, I when I was talking to you the other day, yes. you wanted yes. to do everything to everyone. I want you to talk mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, so, and, and that conversation was really powerful to me too, but you know, I created intentionally a, a team of women. And I did that because I know the power that a woman has to juggle. And so when you intentionally create a world of women, with it comes all of those things that we juggle. <laughs> and then you take COVID and you smash that right on top of it. And my ladies have had significant challenges this year. And I think what I was expressing to you is that I feel such a deep sense of ownership over trying to figure out how to fix that. I obviously can't fix COVID, but I feel this responsibility that if I brought these people into my world for a reason that holds us all together, I cannot abandon them when the world shows up to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is, a, it is, it is hard. It is a lot of weight to carry. Something you said to me was really interesting, which is that's not why they're there. Mm -hmm. And that was really powerful. And I've had some assemblance of that conversation with some of the members of my team since then. And you're right, because if I only am trying to fix the problems that people have, because I feel this responsibility to them, I'm not always allowing them to show their grit and allowing them to show their shine, in which case then I can support their shine, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's a constant, and this is just the beauty, this is the beauty of having these conversations. And this is why finding your community is so important because you can't figure out your, your hard spots if you don't talk about it with somebody right. else, right? If it's just in my own head, I mean, sure, I'm introspective and I'm always trying to grow, but I can't find those spots without having a conversation with somebody else who thinks about these kinds of things. And yeah. so that, that conversation was so impactful because my job is not to light your pilot light. My job is to keep it lit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the same is true for COVID. Like I am trying to show up in any way 
that I can. I brought a nanny home into my house instead of my son being at school to limit his exposure. But honestly, I'm also doing it because then I hope that if someone gets stuck on my team, I have a stopgap solution for them. So like I'm constantly thinking, I've got women on my team with health challenges. We're trying to figure out how to navigate through these things. The answer is not just to leave and go figure out a new solution. Like this team is the answer. And I believe that if I can help people elevate what they wanna do in their hearts and their minds and in their souls and their bodies, we can all end up at a much higher place than we could have on a path by ourselves. So I don't always know the right way to do it. And I'm very open about saying that. Mm -hmm. I make mistakes. I take on things that are not my responsibility and then don't do a great job of them. You know, like I, I don't, I, I have family issues that I have to navigate. I, I struggle to be the role model and yet also to be the, the person and the person doesn't always know how to do these things. But what I do know to do is to show up. I do know that it's going to be okay. I have a deep feeling inside of me that no matter how this goes, I'm going to end up where I need to be because I'm going to end up where I need to be. And no one can keep me from ending up where I need to be. And if I can share that with a group of people, this will keep me energized till the end of my days. You know, when you have it, when you have the, and we, we all three have the let's fix it um, personality. Mm -hmm. You know, I see something, I, I want to fix it. I really mm -hmm. have that. I have, I struggle with that. But I also mm -hmm. realize that sometimes um, people aren't coming to you with their problems because they want you to fix it. They come to you because they want the encouragement for them to fix it themselves or the, right. you know, the grit, like you say, grit, they want mm -hmm. you to be there to encourage them to not be a weenie or they yes. want you to be there just as a sounding board at, are they thinking about this correctly? Not everyone who comes to a fix it person wants to be fixed by yes. you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that yeah. I, I realized that that's really quite self-centered for me to think that um, they're coming yeah. to me. To get it and, and also, if I'm doing a good job of pulling in the people to my world, they will be less of the people that want to be fixed. Yeah. Because that's not me either. Yeah. Right. And so if I'm doing the right job of bringing the right people into my world, they don't want me to fix them. They want to show up and they want me to help them get to where they want to be. They don't want me to fix them. Right. And so one, it's a leadership lesson, but two, it's also been a lesson in me figuring out who I want to be around. Because when someone comes to me and before I can say any, it's like I do one-on-ones with my team. And the ones who fill out, I have this like coaching form of like, what do we want to talk about, you know? The ones who fill that out and are like, here's the 500 things that I want to talk about today. I'm like, oh, we're good. Like, I'm energized. You know what I mean? Because you came to me. You have a plan. You're on it. I'm just here to like lift you yeah. up a little bit, you know? <laughs> so it's learning, too, that I want to be around problem solvers, gritty yes. people, people who want to give back, people who find a solution, people who believe it's okay. And so the more I can document in my brain who, what that looks like, the better I can serve too. Cause I don't do well to serve to people that drain me. I don't, I can't provide the best, right? I'm not the leader for that person. Yeah. Um, and so it's really, I've learned, like I said, more from developing this team about myself than, than I ever could have imagined. Yes. Yeah. Well, you are extraordinary. Thank <laughs> you for being on the show. Honestly. Thank you. I, I thanks cannot. for the opportunity. 
I can only imagine the love that your team members have for you and well-deserved. So thank you for sharing all of those really wise words. Kristen, do you have anything else before we wrap oh, it up? That was awesome. I'm There's more to the shit show though. So like if you ever oh, want to yeah. follow up. <laughs> let's, have, let's have another episode where that's called, um, let's get to the shit show. <laughs> I'll be, a, I'll just panel, just panel on the side. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I want you to have that burger in the middle of all the stuff going on like, on Instagram, and then you need to tag us. <laughs> I will. We'll, we'll get know. it on there. We'll definitely some face, face, face stepping, yeah. Well, thank oh you so, so much, everyone who's watching this. I am 100% sure you've been blessed by this episode. Um, uh, let's talk next week again. And thank you for watching Moms in Real Estate. Bye.